Hey everyone, I'm here today with Jalen Birch, the founder of Bold. Um, great, great platform, great, great opportunities. Um, Jalen, why don't you start by just telling us a little bit more about kind of how you got started and what Bold is all about. Sure. Um, so I really got started with Bold pretty recently. And what happened with Bold was there's a lot of things going on um, within the Black Lives Matter movement earlier this year. that um, And it occurred to me after talking with some of my bosses that something could and should technically be done about just to could and should be done to support these black businesses. Um, just being an African-American myself, I've seen over my time that a lot of black businesses don't necessarily have the support or the resources that other small businesses might be able to have. And because of that, a lot of them fail. So what we decided to do was to take a model that we previously used being my partners, um, which basically match college students with entrepreneurs. Um, and I'm a black college student and I've helped develop a business and I thought there are tons of people just like me who could help do the same thing, but they can help do it for black businesses and black business owners who might not be fortunate enough to be able to have these resources to progress and hire staff or fill out grants and do things of that sort. And these students are skilled. They can do social media marketing. They can do financial things, um, handle finances and stuff like that, while still being able to do executive assistant work like scheduling and emailing and um, prospecting and things of that sort. So combining students with all of these skills, having them work part-time while they're still in school and using them as a platform and a resource for these small business entrepreneurs um, who would then be able to build their business with them um, was really a goal that we set out to have with Bo. And with Bo, it's a two-way street. The entrepreneur uses the student to build their business and then the student uses the entrepreneur just to see what type of, what, what an entrepreneur looks like. All of our students really aspire to eventually want to be entrepreneurs. Um, and that's why Bo stands for Black Outstanding Leaders and Dreamers. Um, the leader, our leaders are our CEOs and things of that sort in the business room. And our dreamers are our students who aspire to be that one day. And just closing the gap between um, these leaders and these dreamers is something that we are passionate about doing. It's the reason that we started Bo. Awesome. That, that's amazing. And um, I really love the meaning behind the name and kind of the deeper level of that. Um, no, I guess one follow-up question, just kind of how did you go from that initial idea to actually, you know, having a company up and running? Um, just tell me kind of about that transition time, because I feel like so often people have an idea, but don't actually like, execute on it. So kind of tell me a little bit more about that specifically, um, that process. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, Coming up, I always thought that the idea was you need to have the perfect idea. It has to be a home run every single time. Um, whatever idea you have to have, it has to be perfect, and it has to be in a million-dollar company right off the bat. That's the idea I had initially. But looking at um, my bosses and what they've done with Apprentice and just learning from them each and every step of the way, um, the biggest thing that I would say I took away from that process was there is not going to be a perfect time. There's not going to be a perfect company. If you got an idea, go for it, jump on it and do it and do it in the most ambitious and exciting way possible. Um, and that's really what led me to start my first company, taking that advice along and just going for it, jumping on it and doing it. Um, it might not have been perfect. Um, it, it might have been some holes, um, but instead of waiting and trying to plug in the holes, I can plug them along as I go because the, throughout the entire OASA learning process, my first business, 
it's not going to be my last. Um, I can learn so much from bold that I wouldn't have learned had I just not jumped on it. So it's more, I took more of a jump on it. Let's go get it approach. And yeah. of course it's just led to my benefit. And I really advise anybody who has any type of idea to just jump on it and do it. The worst thing that could happen to you is a no. Um, but the, the potential for your business is always just limitless. And no matter what, I could get a no, but I could still be able to build my network that would help me for another business or something like that. So I would just say go forward because there's always things that you can learn. And um, just jumping on and doing it instead of just waiting, like, ah, maybe I want to do this. It's not perfect. Let me go to the next idea. Always waiting for that perfect idea. You'll never find a perfect idea. So just jumping on it and going for it. Yeah, no, that's amazing. And definitely, um, there's so much to learn by going through it and through experiencing it um, instead of just always whiteboarding and trying to figure it out and right. planning and all that stuff. I guess kind of as you're growing the business, tell me a little bit more about like specifically like that first sale. Like what was that like the first customer mm-hmm. um, kind of like walk through like your emotions going through like that call where, you know, you actually closed the first deal. Sure. So um, I had never did sales before. Um, it was something I'm like, yeah, I hate sales. I'm never going to do sales. I don't want to do sales. I don't want to exhaust that energy into just doing that. But eventually, you know, when you have your own business, this is something that you got to do. Um, because, I mean, you're starting it. You're at the forefront of it. And really, it was easy because all I was doing was basically doing what I'm doing, talking, what I'm talking to you about. And I was just talking about my business. Um, the only difference was I was telling these entrepreneurs why it would be right for them. That was really the only difference. It was like... I was telling them about my business. My business has a good socially, my, my business socially has a good impact uh, or a purpose. Um, I know it can help people. I was confident that it could help anybody who decided to get on a call with me. I still am. Um, and just having that confidence, even though I never sold anybody before, uh, and I've never sold anybody before. Um, I had my sales deck up, just having confidence, having energy in my product and, and believing in what I was doing was was help me progress and do the sale and being my company i could ask answer any single question that you had and um i think one of the worries that my that i might originally had originally occurred was what if you don't have an answer to every question what if they ask you something that you have no idea about or can't answer and the reality of that is like it's all on you so you it's in your like whatever answer that you have um it's in your mind somewhere for any and every question that somebody asks for you. Even if it could be, well, I haven't thought about that yet, but let me tell you in which stays ways and steps in which we could do this um, thing that you need us to do. So, I, but when I did my first sale, of course it was nerve wracking, got all suited and booted up and everything it was a little nerve wracking, but um, eventually at the end of the day, I got it done. It was my second sale in total. Um, second time I tried to sell somebody in total. Um, it's a great honestly, success rate right there. It is, it is. And you just learn from each sale and you build confidence. After the first one, I was like, oh, this is not that bad. I could do this. Second one happened, it's like, oh, this is not that bad. I could do this. And now, I'm, and the more and more you do it, it's just like the more comfortable you get. And that goes into, once again, jumping right into it. I hated sales, didn't want to do sales, uh, was nervous about doing sales in a way. But once again, just like with start the company, I'm going to jump right into it. I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to have the most confidence, the most energy that anybody's ever seen while I'm doing it. And we're going to move forward. And where somebody could say is no. Um, mm-hmm. I got a no. That was fine. I've gotten plenty of no's. 
but nobody remembers the shots that you missed. They only remember the ones that you make. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Very true there. And I guess kind of how do you handle the nose and like the rejection part of it? Because when you're starting a company, there are so many more no's than they are yeses. And kind of how do you balance kind of the emotions of that and working through it and staying confident the next time you're jumping on a call? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I always make sure to be, it, it's all, I feel like it's all about believing in yourself, knowing that you are, have a good purpose and things of that sort. I always make sure to be respectful. I never want to be too pushy on anybody, even if I do get enough. It's like, um, all right, um, thank you for your time and things of that sort. Just doing those types of cues so that you're just knowing to be respectful and things of that. But being young, I will say you do have an advantage. People are a lot more likely to hear you out, especially the um, people in their 30s and 40s, because they're like, wow, this kid's 20-something. Uh, I get a lot of questions about my age because I don't look to my age and things of that sort. We're like, this kid's 20-something trying to make some things happen. And even if I do get another, like, yeah, I know you'll be successful in this room, this room, and this room. And at that point, that's a network for me. I'm able to to connect with them on LinkedIn or something like that, and I'm able to build my network. Um, so something that I learned um, also is that um, there are positives even in negatives. So you can always just try to depict and find them out. And at the end of the day, um, yeah, if you get a no, it's fine. On to the next one. And it's literally always on to the next one until you're able to get that yes. And you're not going to be told no forever. Mm -hmm. And I'm confident in saying that for that goes for anybody. You're not going to be told no forever. Um, you're going to learn piece by piece and bit by bit what it takes to to do which whatever you want to do. Uh, for me, it was selling people in my company piece by piece. If they're saying no, why are they saying no? Figure out why they're saying no. Adjust to it. Bit, piece by piece, reflect and make those adjustments. And at the end of the day, you're never always going to get a no. So staying progressive no matter what happens, I would say. It's a good yeah, it's uh, definitely a um, great mindset to have. And I guess one thing you mentioned there is obviously the age factor and you are still a college student. So kind of how do you turn your age into something that works to your benefit instead of something that someone might say, oh, you know, maybe he's young and maybe that means there isn't as much experience. Kind of how do you flip that to be something that works to your advantage? Sure. I mean, so um, with the age thing, I try to flip that into how much determination I have. I hear a lot of not a lot of people out here like you who are trying to do this, this, and this, who are this forward thinking, who are this thoughtful about anything that happens. And if that question comes up as to he's too young, he hasn't done, um, he doesn't know how to manage things potentially, I can always point back to my experiences. And just being in college while trying to start a business is, is something that's huge in terms of managing. Imagine what I'll be like when I graduate college and I don't have to deal with 15 credits of classes and I can just focus on my business. Um, it gets even better. So, I mean, it, I always just say it only gets better from here. I'm young, I'm ambitious, I'm clearly hungry. Like, um, and I just try to, I try to sell myself in that way, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, I try to go a little bit of based off of my experiences and I try to be so organized with everything with, I try to be so organized when answering any type of question that there's no way that you can question my experience and, and how young I am, but also still consider the fact that I'm in college. And I mean, not a lot of people are out here doing this type of thing. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's definitely impressive how much you're able to do while in school. Um, and very true about kind of showing that, you know, there's, you can do so much more once you are kind of out of school and all, all, all those things too. Um, it's kind of, 
big picture, what part about bold are you most excited about? Kind of what motivates you to kind of keep it going? Sure. Um, big picture, I'm just excited about being able to extend this opportunity to students, not only students, but I know for a fact that it's going to help black businesses continue to grow. And at the end of the day, all I want to do is help people who aren't as fortunate or don't have those types of resources. Excuse me. So I'm excited with Bold because Bold is able to do that on two, two levels and perspectives. It's able to help black students while helping black entrepreneurs at the same time. Um, and at the end of the day, if, if that, is the, that is the goal for Bold and that's what it's doing. And at the end of the day, I don't want to be running Bold forever. I want other students to be able to run Bold and say, hey, this is something I did in college. Be the vice president of this or the something of that. And mm-hmm. I might still be the CEO, but I mean, even one day I might give that up. This isn't a thing. This was a thing for me to just try to build my leadership skills while trying to be socially impactful at the same time. And eventually, when it's my time to go into another venture, I'd be more than happy and willing to give another student or something of that sort the same opportunities to be able to lead a business, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be my business or another business. Imagine a student CEO of a of a huge company, um, maybe not CEO if the co- as a company gets too big, but a student vice president of logistics or operations or something like that, and giving students these opportunities to be in these types of big roles for as much as they can handle it. And just giving them these opportunities is something that I'm just happy about. And I see Bo getting as big as it can get. And I'm confident that it can be. Um, take Amazon 20 years to get to where it is now. <laughs> Very so, true. 20, 30 Very. years probably just about. And, yeah. man, I'm confident we're a couple months in. And I just feel like this is going to be really good social as a social benefactor just for mm-hmm. a lot of people. And that's really all I could ask for. Um, for my business and then for me personally, just to continue to learn it um, from students, from entrepreneurs, from building my network um, and building my skills as a leader. That's all I could really ask for. Yeah. One of the things that, it, that I've heard you kind of talk about a lot is the social impact and kind of giving back. Is that something that you've always been passionate about? Is that something that kind of where does that come from? Sure. I mean, it's something I've always been passionate about. Um, grew up in Detroit, Michigan. Um, Detroit has its own reputation. Um, people talk about it. It is what it is. Um, some of those things happen to unfortunately be true. Um, I've seen a lot of kids go down the wrong path just because they didn't see a vision or a way out of a lot of things. Um, I've seen people sacrifice themselves so that they could help their parents who weren't doing anything or something of that sort. And these are people with lots of potential who've thrown it all away, either because they've had a mindset that just was in the gutter or they had to retract and, and they, they were trying to escape, but had to go back and retract to their home home and their original ways due to the fact that they had to take care of their family, which is unfortunate. Um, I hate seeing potential like wasted and, and I know at the, at the end of the day, it might not always be black and white. It's not always their fault. But if I can limit that and I can support as many people as I can, um, socially, I would want to because I've been in classrooms where we didn't have teachers, um, where it was hard to learn, where I had to teach myself things. And I might be able to teach myself things, but my peers are not able to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and just seeing people weeded out like that due to an unfair school system, it was kind of tough for me. And I always knew at the end of the day, no matter what I did, I have to be successful and be represent a represent a representative for where I come from and use my resources at the end of the day to give back. If I could get to as high as I can go, all so that I can give back to my community, that's fine with me. Because I want more people from my community and from where I'm from to make it. And I want them to be more successful and to stop thinking about the factors that are limiting them, even if they might not see it. Because a lot of them just don't see it. And fortunately, I was able to see it. And my mother was an educator, so she was able to, I was able to really experience it firsthand with my mother being an educator. Mm-hmm. Because she had to come out of her pocket a lot to, mm-hmm. to make sure that students were okay, um, that they were living, um, and that they had a good head on their shoulders. Both my parents were key on that. Um, and they were big on giving back to young people and things of that sort, even with me as a kid. And it was like, I had everything that I needed and they needed to focus on making sure that other people had some type of everything, even mm-hmm. if they weren't able to give it all, at least showing them they had some type of support system. And yeah. I mean, imagine if I didn't have that, who knows where I would be. So I'm fortunate for them, but I want to provide the experience that they provided to me, to others mm-hmm. um, in a way of just being motivational yeah. um, and for things and giving them some type of resource a way out. Yeah. You know, that's definitely really impactful. And, um, it's awesome that you're able to be where you are now and give back in the way you're doing. Um, I know we're running low on time, so I guess kind of one last question I have is, what would you say to high school you right now? Listen to your mother. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jalen, for your time today. Um, really appreciate it and really excited to see all the great things that you're going to do and that Bolt is going to do. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.